Welcome to our podcast. We are hosts Zeke and Ines. This is our first episode of the T-Wolves Sportscast. We have two special guests today and a good show planned for you. We will first be talking with Mrs. Plummer, the Associate Athletic Director from Northwood University, and David Vinsky, a three-player baseball ugly star. School as schools, what do you... I'm the Associate Athletic Director, but I specialize in compliance, and I'm also the Senior Woman Administrator. Okay. All right. So, um, my first, how, how did you get started in the sports business industry? I actually started in the world of sports information, um, mm-hmm. SIDs. Do you know who Travis McCurdy is? No. You don't know TMAC? <laughs> no, no. Okay. He handles all of our publicity. Okay. He's the one who does all the statistics, um, travels. He doesn't travel with football, but he travels with basketball and does the radio. Okay. And he's who publicizes all statistics. Like, if you go to the website, your right. results get there because of what he does. Because of team. Okay. <laughs> so he'll put all the stats and their scores and everything online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so that was how I initially got my start. I wanted to, I was a journalism major, and I worked in the sports information office at Central Michigan University. Okay. And I always wanted to be an athlete, mm-hmm. but I don't have any talent. I'm, I'm pretty uncoordinated. So okay. this, this was how I could participate. To be close to sports yeah. without being in sports. Okay, I yeah. understand. So um, what's your favorite part of your job? Um, now, because several years ago, probably 15 years ago, I moved over to, into administration and away from the sports information. And what I like is I get to work directly with the coaches and the student athletes, uh, probably more. You still work directly with them in the sports information, but you're always repeating the same steps. Every day, like if you ask me what your typical day is like, mm-hmm. it, it's seasonal. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's our next question, your daily. Yeah, it, what do you it's do very seasonal, and that's what I like. It's never the same every day. Okay, so it's something different every time. All yeah, right. but we'll have heavy seasons. Like, for example, fall, like I know my August. If I want summer, i got to get it in in June and July. Okay, so your because August, August will be tight, jam-packed. It is, it okay. is. When um, new students are coming in and you guys are returning. Okay, so you have to do everything like with clearinghouse and all that has to go through you for every athlete? Yes. Every athlete must be certified through the um, eligibility center through the NCAA. Mm -hmm. Whether you transfer, whether you walk on, whether you're the biggest recruit and the best talented, everybody has to do that same uh, procedure of becoming eligible through the eligibility center. So I do that with incoming students and then for returners I have to make sure that you're working towards a degree. Okay. All right. Um, what was the hardest part of getting into sports management? And well, it's a bit. I don't. I, this may sound cliche. It's a saturated field. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks, "Oh my gosh, you have the greatest job in the world," and so you have a lot of people who want to be around sports. Um, where you can really prove yourself, though, is by getting in and doing it. Don't be afraid to volunteer. Um, I was very fortunate in that when I came out in sports information. Uh, females. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted to hire a female because it's a very male dominated. And yeah. so I, frankly, I got some interviews that men didn't get. Okay. Um, I was fortunate to have good experience, so I feel that I was as good a candidate as any male. But I had many counterpart, uh, male counterparts who had to do two and three internships. Mm-hmm. So because you're a female, it kind of helped you on that, like that day. It did. I okay. still had to prove myself because as a female, people do. 
They assume, I can't tell you how many times I worked with officials. So I did that a lot when I was in the Mid-America Conference. And bless them, they always are like, oh, sorry, excuse the language, Miss Plummer. Uh, ex you know, they just always, uh -huh. like, they treat me like a lady, a girl, which is a, yeah. it's appreciated, but mm. at the same time, it, in certain situations, you it can be really... treated the same as everybody else? Okay. Yeah, that's understandable. They're always really surprised when I know about a football play or <laughs> that I know certain stats. Okay. Know. So, like, just being a girl kind of in the sports industry is kind of tough. It's, well, been, it's been both good and bad. Yeah, there's I mean, positives there's pros and, and Yeah, pros and yes. to it. Yes. Okay. For example, <coughs> the men have a locker room mm -hmm. for when they work out. Uh -huh. I have to go use one of the other locker rooms. Now, that's a really silly complaint because we have such excellent <laughs> facilities here that I mm -hmm. still have a place where I can shower if I'm yeah but it's something it's something that happens it, it, and there's always there's always been accommodations because this is a male dominant world mm -hmm. but I've had a ton of opportunities through this job that frankly other people just don't have so okay do you have any advice for someone look or any female looking to join like a sports the sports industry Definitely um, get to know. If you're a female coming in, I'm trying to think of how to put this because um, I never like, I don't like to male bash. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think that it's really important. Something There's a big difference between how men and women operate. Mm -hmm. I see it with our different male teams and our different female teams. And women, um, we're not always kind to one another. So I think that it's really important to find good role models, both male and female, and latch on, kind of. Okay. Um, but Someone that can teach you, kind of? Yeah, somebody that you can always turn to and ask a question to. Okay. And in my role, it's always really important. Um, when a student comes and asks, do you, can I interview you or can I talk to you about this field? I think that it's really important that I give back. Mm -hmm. In the same way that, frankly, I had really wonderful male mentors. So whether male or female, I think it's really important for me to give back and help young um, students okay. as they advance. All right. Um, what's I had another one up here. All right, wait, let me pause it. All right. Okay. So um, what's your most challenging part in working in sports administration? In the role that I'm in now, it would be the continuing eligibility. Mm -hmm. When you're coming in as a freshman, as long as coaches and the students have registered in the eligibility center, it's very clear and clean cut what you have to do to become eligible. Mm, as a freshman coming in? Yes, but the NCA has increased the for your progress towards degree. Mm -hmm. And it sounds really silly, but you have to pass a minimum of nine credits every single semester. Mm -hmm. When you're going to school, you're thinking, well, who doesn't pass yeah. three classes? <laughs> It happens, and when it does, probably the hardest part is when I have to sit down with an athlete and tell them, you have to sit out a year. Because... Because the nine credits? Yes, okay. yes. And it's really hard. Um, it's not just hard to have that conversation. It's hard to keep the students engaged when they have to sit out a year then. So the NCAA eligibility rules, like, they've gotten tougher over the years since you've gotten here? Yep, they have, and the intent is correct, and that the intent is, and of course... The better you do in your classes and the more classes you pass, the closer to graduation you are. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. But I preferred when we only had to have you eligible for six credits in a semester because then I had a better chance of maintaining your eligibility on the back end. Okay. So that once you're ineligible, 
working to get it. I, if, if you were just barely eligible, I could keep more students eligible because you were more engaged if you knew you still had that chance to get back on the field. Mm-hmm. But now that they're out for the season, they're just not even focused on class. It, it can be really hard. That's when yeah. you may just frankly lose a student that mm-hmm. I could have kept six years ago. Now, it was never an easy road. But it's even more tougher now. Yes. Okay. Um, How did you get into administration here at Northwood? Like your path? Well, one of the things I did after I I started at the University of Arkansas in sports information, and then I was at East Tennessee State, and then I had the opportunity to go to the conference office, the Mid American Mm -hmm. Athletic Conference. That's like Central Michigan, Kent State. Max Northern schools. Illinois, Max schools, yep. Yeah. And okay. so I worked for the headquarters in Cleveland, Ohio. And at that time, I had the opportunity to move out of media relations okay. and over into an administrative role where I worked with championships. I worked with um, the different coaches from each sport, mm-hmm. worked with the officials for the games, uh, worked with a lot of planning with all the administrators, university presidents. Okay. And so that's how I branched out into that area. So how was it working, like, in media relations? Like, what would you, what was your job responsibilities with that? When I worked in media relations, I would, we we had actually paper books. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the old media guides where they had, we used to make books for your team. Uh-huh. So for every season, for football season, you would have a book that had every student athlete's bio with all, this, all the statistics. Okay, okay. Everything about the player. Yes. Okay. But that was before the internet because I'm mm, just that Now old. the roster's just online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now that it's moved online, frankly, very few schools even produce or print. It's just, it's not cost effective. Yeah. Um, in fact, that was part of the reason I wanted to move out of SID was because Every time I finished a product, it was outdated within 24 hours or less mm-hmm. because a new game would be played. Those stats are old now. There's new stats, and that um, I just kind of – you a lot of sports information directors burn out. I okay. think, actually, that the Internet and the amount of um, access between – you'll see – Travis McCurdy working on the bus on the way home from a game. Mm-hmm. He's updating and doing. Um, every, his, constantly. Constantly work. It's constantly work. Every game. But I think he'll even tell you that the uh, life balance has gotten better because it's so instantaneous that you can go home, update, and then still get right back to your family. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's... It's not as much as I used to be doing the paper paper copies and all that yeah okay. i mean it's changed but again there's pros and cons there's yeah. there's some nice things where it's so instantaneous um that you are updating constantly mm-hmm. and you're not putting out outdated products all the time okay okay that's mm-hmm. and <laughs> what was your favorite experience in sports administration you know at the mac i had some really neat experiences we hosted the um the football championship Mm-hmm. moved to Ford Field, and so we would host our, our football championship there. I was able to participate in several bowl games uh, okay. that the conference was a part of. I went down to the, the, it was the GMAC Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Mm-hmm. That was a really neat experience. Um, I was part of when the International Bowl. I don't know if they even play it anymore in Toronto. Mm-hmm. The MAC was the first um, conference involved in that, wow. and a game outside the United mm-hmm. States and the uh, Motor City Bowl previously. So those were really neat, but probably the best one, the experience I've had is actually come here at Northwood. Mm-hmm. And twice now I have taken groups of students in our 
uh, sport management program to the Orange Bowl to work. Really, Miami. And this last year was um, the the first year I went was it's a toss up which one's better mm-hmm. because the first one was Michigan. Okay. <laughs> against Florida State, uh-huh. and as a Michigan fan, I mean, could it get any better? <laughs> But yeah. then this year it kind of did because the Orange Bowl yeah, was part of the national playoff. championship yeah, playoffs. Yes, and so we were on the field. That's a bigger game, yeah. With I mean, I was within yards. I have my foot video footage of Nick Saban mm. coming out of the tunnel <laughs> because I'm 20 feet away. Yeah. Because all week we worked at a regatta preparing, mm. and then on game day. We were part of the pregame. We had Northwood students who were on the field for the pregame show at halftime with Florida. Mm-hmm. I was on the field <laughs> with some students holding signage halftime down. Show. Okay. And so um, I would say that's actually been the most spectacular. Okay. So, like, going to, you get to go to a lot of games, you know, get perks and stuff. Yeah. Sports. And actually, that's what I miss from the working in the conference office. With the MAC office? Because okay. every, uh, every Saturday in the fall, I would travel to a different football stadium. Okay, yeah. Working with a conference office, a lot more schools to go to. It w- it was fun, and I always came out with a winner. <laughs> because when two no of my teams wins. were playing, yeah. I went home Somebody's <laughs> with a winner. But on the flip side, you don't have your same allegiance. Mm-hmm. As a Central Michigan Chippewa, when I was at the conference office, I was... A member of the conference office. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you really have be to be from one team. Correct. Okay. You're very neutral. But on the other hand, you had I had twelve teams. Okay. That I was constantly cheering for. Um, mm-hmm. But on the campus, you get the daily contact with the students. At a conference office, your only contact with your student athletes is um, through the student athlete advisory committee, the SAC, mm-hmm. or championships. Okay. So. So what was what's your your favorite job that you've had so far? That's a little bit tough because each one has been so neat. When I initially started at the University of Arkansas, that was the year that they won the national championship in basketball mm-hmm. um, with Corliss Williamson. Again, I'm out. I'm dating myself, <laughs> <laughs> but that was so neat, and that was the year that they built Bud Walton, and I, we hosted a national um, championship in cross country on a battlefield. I went whitewater rafting on my per diem because I went with track to up to the nationals in Idaho. Wow. Okay. So yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. It it was, and mm. then I loved when I went to Tennessee. It was a totally different level because it was East Tennessee State. Mm. They were at that time it was called one double A. Now that's the championship series. Mm-hmm. So it's Division One, but football played in a playoff. Yeah. Okay. And um, again, really fun experiences. I was in the mountains. Good people. Mm-hmm. But then I can never take away some of the great things I learned at the Mid-American Conference and getting to work with the people there. With um, They started hosting the basketball championship. Back then it was Bud Walton Arena. Now it's the Q where the Cavaliers mm-hmm. play. Um, and that was, that was neat along with the, some of the football and the bowl game experiences that I talked about. Um, even I love doing the golf championships. Mm-hmm. And then my next job, this is probably the best and the funniest. I, um, during a commissioner's change, the new commissioner wanted new people. So all of a sudden I found myself midlife without a job. Mm-hmm. And, but I'd always wanted to get my master's. If you have your chance now, consider this. It is so hard to go back to school later in life. Mm-hmm. Once you start earning money 
and having the benefits, your health benefits, you can't just quit yeah. and go back. And so if you have the chance, I would say if I had it to do over again, I'd do the master's earlier. Right away while you're still in school. But it worked out for <coughs> me because what I did at, during that time where I had to figure out how to sell a house that um, was in the housing crisis at that time. Mm -hmm. And Tiffin University needed an equestrian GA. Mm -hmm. And what that meant was they, the equestrian coaches wanted to be at the barn all the time. They didn't even want to worry about the athletic no. part. Okay. But it's a varsity sport. Mm -hmm. So they agreed to cover my MBA expenses. They paid for me to go to school as a master's student while I helped them with their program. So I would report to the athletics office every day. I did mm -hmm. all of the travel planning. I worked with the students, student athletes planning the practice schedule, um, doing some exercise routines and that kind of stuff. Okay. And um, then when I finished that, that's what opened the door for me to come to Northwood. After Tiffin? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tiffin was in the GLIAC before, right? They were. Okay. They so. were, and that's how I got to know some other people in the GLIAC. And, and now you ask, go back to the question, I don't think I've ever worked in a place where I have the confidence and just camaraderie. Mm -hmm. Northwood is really, really special. And that yeah. I really love to come to work every day. I don't like to get out of bed in the morning. But I like to... Come to campus, yeah. Yeah, it makes a big difference when mm -hmm. once I'm up, I'm like, oh, but I get to go to school and work <laughs> with really great people. And so in that respect, um, Northwood right now is my current favorite. Okay. Yeah, it's one of a kind, for sure. Definitely. That, okay. That was a long answer, sorry. Yeah. No, that's good. All right. Thank you, Ms. Palmer, for your uh, interview today. I appreciate it. We're now here with our second guest, David Vinsky. A three-year starter for the Northwoods basketball team, basketball, uh, baseball. baseball team. My bad, um, Dave. I see you're you're a freshman uh, all GLIAC team. You lead Northwood in hits and RBIs, bases, ba getting on base. So it seems like you're a beast at what you do. Yeah, I don't what know. you say? A little bit, uh, I guess. Okay. You're doing good. All right. Um, let me have it. Okay. How do you feel about uh, the season and what are your expectations for this year? Uh, the season's going well. We're like third place in the conference right now, so hopefully we can turn that around and get in first, but I think we should be able to make the tournament, which is our goal. Okay. Um, what game are you looking the most forward to? Uh, well, we play Ashland this weekend, and they're in first place right now, so it'll be pretty exciting to play them. It'll be a good series. Have, have you guys played Ashland yet this year? No. Yeah. And that's a GLIAC game, so a conference yeah. game. That'll be important. All right. Um, do you have any pregame rituals or practice tips before you start? Um, no, I'm not a big superstitious player. Mm -hmm. Kind of just, you know, try to have fun with it and play loose and try not to think too much about what I want to do and just go out there and do it. Um, what are your plans after the season? Um, well, hopefully I'll get drafted, but if I don't get drafted, I'll probably go play summer baseball either in Massachusetts or Wisconsin. Okay, okay. So have you been talking to um, any teams in the majors or? Yeah, I've gotten pretty good interest from like probably five or six teams, met with like three scouts, so hopefully it works out. Okay. Um, 
What would you say is the strongest or the weakest part of your game? Um, strongest part of my game is probably hitting. I've always been good at hitting. And the weakest part, I guess, would be my arm strength. So, you know, throwing the ball around mm-hmm. could, could get better at that. But. Um, could you tell us what's your favorite Northwood baseball memory? Probably winning the GLIAC title my freshman year because it was the first time Northwood has ever won a GLIAC title for baseball. So it was pretty, pretty cool, pretty you know important time. Yeah, I mean we made history, so it was, it was a lot of fun. So how does it feel? Well, how did it feel being a freshman? You know, finishing with the most hits and doubles in all of D two. Um, it was cool, and I never thought I'd be able to do something like that, and. You know, I had a really good freshman year, so I just kind of worked out that way. And yeah, obviously, the recognition was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, you you hold the um, record for <coughs> career hits, batting averages, doubles, and RBIs at Northwood, right? Yep. Okay, so this looks like this is your school for baseball. <laughs> you own this. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, Dave. Um. Well, do you have anything that, any advice you could give anybody, you know, looking to play college baseball or get into baseball? Uh, It sounds a little cliche, just to, you know, work hard and don't really care what people think, you know, just go out there and play the game that you've been playing your whole life and, you know, that should take you places, so. All right. Well, let's see if there's questions. No? So what do you do uh, besides baseball? Um, I like to hang out with my friends, like you, Zeke. Um, I like to play video games and enjoy life. I don't know. I see you're big into Fortnite, huh? Are you pretty good at that? I'm not that good. I don't, I don't play it that much. I play MLB The Show more. Do you okay. play any other sports? Uh, I did in high school. I played football and basketball. I really like football. But obviously I can't play that now. So, uh, as your family, like your dad or anything, they pushed you to play baseball, or was this just something you chose naturally? Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of always better at baseball than I was at other sports, so I decided to stick with that okay. one. Okay, smart I selection. To, obviously, I got to play that in college, so. Okay. So, would you say that um, Northwood has prepared you, you know, for baseball for the next level? Somewhat, yeah. Uh, here in my summer experience, playing in a good college league, playing against a lot of D1 talent, kind of got me ready and showed that I could, you know, compete at, at that level. So, Is there a good competition in the GLIAC? Yeah, it's, it's really good competition, like top to bottom, baseball-wise, so everything's pretty competitive. What would you say is the most um, hardest part of playing a sport in college? Uh, finding the motivation to go to class every day. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure everyone can agree with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, do you have any final remarks for uh, our podcast before you get up out of here? Nope. None. Got none. All right. Well... Thank you, Davidsky, for joining us today. Uh... Um. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed.
and let's see if we get to do another one talking about more sports and getting to interview more Northwood players. Thank you guys for listening.